You're listening to Ari Snapshots. We chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. Today on Ari Snapshots, we're chatting with Dr. Roberto Busi, who leads our Herbicide Evolution and Technology Program. Roberto has discovered the first case of glyphosate and paraquat herbicide-resistant annual ryegrass in a cropped paddock in Western Australia. So he joins us to go through this finding. How are you going, Roberto? Hi, Jess. Yeah, really good. Connecting over the phone and, um, yeah, I feel uh, really good. I had my third jab a couple of weeks ago and yeah was down for a couple of days but now I feel yeah surprisingly very energized so yeah really busy but um, all is good oh that's and what good. about you I'm what good. about you it's good to be able to chat with you you're a very busy man but this is <laughs> some really significant news and so we're going to go into what the process was of making this finding. So can you tell us what uh, the process was? How did you make this discovery of glyphosate and paraquat-resistant ryegrass in a crop paddock in WA? Well, it was, um, and it is part of the uh, resistant testing uh, that we are doing in 2022. These two samples uh, have come from WA, from an agronomist, Brent Preacher, that also will be participating in the upcoming webinar. And um, so I had a bit of a heads up from him, and I decided to get an early start on those particular two uh, populations coming from two different fields. So, yeah, I, I tested uh, specifically for glyphosate uh, and the paraquat uh, and other couple of uh, post-emergent herbicides and uh, yeah sure enough I confirmed that uh, there was very high level of survival you know higher than 60% uh, to both herbicides in both populations so very interesting finding and yeah like you mentioned you're going to be going over this with Brent Pritchard in an upcoming webinar and I'll provide all the information for that. It's going to be run by Weed Smart, of which Ari is an in-kind partner and so you will go into a lot more detail and there will be the opportunity for people to also ask you questions during that webinar but at the moment we're just going to get a bit of an overview of what you've found so far and encourage people to maybe want to learn a bit more in that upcoming webinar. So Roberto what does this result mean for farmers in WA? Well, it's, uh, Jess, you want me to come to the conclusions and um, I guess that uh, at the moment the, the main, uh, the focus is to uh, yeah, repeat the study, quantify uh, quite well the level of resistance. I guess that uh, what does it mean for a farmer? It's uh, you know, and we will try to address this in the webinar. It's the fundamental questions. I mean, are we going to give, even in those particular paddocks, uh, glyphosate and paraquat ARS? Are, are we going to stop using them, or we actually want to keep using them with a strategy? And the strategy could be herbicide based. Use them you know, maybe as a part of a mixture or in combination with uh, spike products or, you know, group G or in combination with a pre-M herbicide. Uh, so, yeah, those two fields will go into, yeah, will be cropped in 22. And, um, yeah, we will do lots of uh, 
Glasshouse work uh, in the next couple of months. Uh, and yeah, we'll see, see what we found uh, find next. Yeah, no, it's really interesting. And yeah, there'll be lots of good discussion opportunities in that webinar. So make sure you do register. I'll put the details in the show notes. And like you mentioned, you're conducting uh, trial work throughout this year. Can you go into a bit more detail of what the uh, field trials you're doing will involve and, and what you hope to get out of them? Yes, because um, as a weed scientist studying herbicide resistance, my approach is that, uh, you know, fundamentally I believe that uh, I wouldn't give a rest to glyphosate and or paraquat. So, um, as I said, we will be doing lots of uh, glasshouse work to test, uh, you know, standard practices such as double knock uh, and uh, what type of double knock. Uh, you know, two paraquats, one follow each other, the other, or the traditional uh, paraquat after glyphosate. But uh, in the meantime, uh, I thought it would have been a great opportunity to be as proactive as we can and uh, and jump and go ahead with uh, two field trials in those two particular uh, paddocks. In the meantime, we will characterize resistance or survival in response to you know, a large number of herbicides through the classic uh, resistance testing that I do here at UWA. So we will have a, a better characterization of resistance. And in the field trial, basically at the moment, um, I've asked uh, feedback to several different companies that have product that could uh, go into the specific trial. I have a list of 24, <laughs> so, wow. so 100 plots. Wow. Under plots for reps uh, per trial. Yeah, we try to be as comprehensive as we can to have a you know a good set of data that may you know support uh, you know some labeled claims of herbicides that can be used with glyphosate or paraquat. And so yeah, we try to do our best. And uh, on on the other side, we will try to go into the more academic uh, sort of research pathway and and see what the segregation, what the mechanism, and whether, you know, there is a significant cross-resistance extending to you know, other modes of action. So that's the plan. Sounds like a good plan. And, yeah, comprehensive is definitely the word for it. And I'm sure there will be lots of interesting results to come out that we'll be hearing from you over the course of the year. But you do have this upcoming webinar with Brent Pritchard. Uh, what can people expect from this webinar? We've given people a bit of a taster, but why should they come along? Well, I guess that uh, everybody is encouraged to come along, uh, especially if they've got uh, an opinion on this uh, fundamental issue of, uh, you know, when we have resistance, do we actually stop using a particular herbicide? Because of glyphosate is the most important one by far, and paraquat is probably second next. Uh, I guess that the, the question will be very pressing, and so definitely come along and and give your opinion and uh, yeah we, i'll try to give a bit of an update of what i've been doing so far uh, you know as i said uh, just a couple of pilot uh, studies but uh, already the results i've got are you know i'm quite confident they they are, they are already quite meaningful and so yeah i think that uh, we will illustrate what we're going to do and yeah there will be the first step and first opportunity to to present and and have a bit of a feedback from the industry that uh, is definitely and usually very 
you know, vibrant or very interested in those uh, type of issues. And I guess that, uh, yeah, we tried to have the webinar uh, end of March, so it's quite timely because, you know, knockdown uh, treatments will go down uh, soon after that. So, yeah, good opportunity to, to catch up. Across the nation, hopefully the, the time is good for Eastern and Western states, and um, I'm sure Peter will do a good job to, um, again, facilitate the, all, the whole thing, and then Brent uh, will provide, you know, the the background of what have, has actually happened in those fields and a bit of history, and uh, yeah, so it should be good. I think it'll be great. It's going to be hotly anticipated. The link for that webinar will be in the show notes, so make sure you register so you don't miss it. Roberto, you've got lots going on and it's always great to catch up with you. So thank you for giving us an update on what you're doing and some of the results so far. And we'll hear from you in the webinar. No worries. Well, thank you, Jess. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just um, yeah keep working until the webinar so then there is maybe even more fresh produce more fresh data to to share with everybody so yeah thank you for for the call and uh, yeah catch up soon